welcome, 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 welcome to Pipelines Through the Gram. Today we have a wonderful guest, Obiara. Uh, so, Obiara, tell us, tell us, introduce yourself. How you guys doing? Um, thank you for having me, Anthony. Um, we thank God. Um, a little bit about me. My name is Obi, or Obiara for full. Uh, I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, Garden specifically, and um, I'm Nigerian, uh, Igbo boy. Um, uh, I went to school in Nigeria for a few years as well. Went to school in Dallas. Um, went to Texas Tech for a few years. So I've 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 been in the community a while. And um, what do I do? Pretty much, I like to define myself as a, a liaison between culture and corporate. So um, I define Dang, that's 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 major. You gotta break, <laughs> you gotta break that break, down. Break it down. Yeah, break it down. Break uh, it down. So. You know, I do a lot of things naturally in uh, culture, tech, you know, um, design and storytelling. So I'm like, how can I bridge these worlds? Um, looking at things in culture and pop culture and marketing, there's so many things going on with brands right now. And um, I'm very in tune with that. And the people who are out of tune with that are the corporate entities. But they need the culture as more than more than anything uh, more than anything within their qu- quantitative process, it uh, it kind of like um, maximizes their bottom line. So I'm like, how can I bridge these two worlds and make them understand each other ethically and make corporate, because corporate prints uh, pimps culture all the time. Like you see the Gucci stuff, you see a lot of these brands doing things that, you know, the culture doesn't approve. So I'm like, how can we build platforms and, uh, different ecosystems that allow both to thrive cohesively. You know, you're saying some powerful stuff right now, and it's just like some people listening and things like that. I want to get to the root of all this. What's, what, 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 more, <laughs> what has motivated you to, 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 to get into the dimension that you're in right now? So, um, man. Like, when, when, did you knew, when did you know that this was, you know, the path that you wanted to take? <sighs> Man, I, to be honest, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> but uh, I would say, see, when, when I was growing up, you saw I was growing up, mm-hmm. and um, growing up, I was, I was never. Um, I always say like I was never the smartest in the room. I'm pretty smart, but I was never the smartest in the room, and I was never the, you know, people have the things they excel at, mm-hmm. right? And I've always, forever, been great at relationships my one of my main gifts is to connect with human beings mm-hmm. and um things relating to to like the intangibles like art kind of like that that whole world of art and um culture how how people move within spaces mm-hmm. so i'm like you know uh, i have all I have a lot of friends that that i'm close to and they they're all good at specific things like okay he does modeling and it spins into art direction these things okay he does photography and mm. it spins into this He's, mm. he does xyz expands into this mm-hmm. and all my friends did they can always pinpoint what they're doing mm-hmm. but they'll be like obi what do you do <laughs> i got i can never put a name to it mm. and it's like th- these things are just just like the same way you're talking about how speaking like it just it's like your spirit it's finding a way yeah, to express yeah. that mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. bad it's like that's how i was as a kid so so much so in school, like I was never the best in school. I never did well in school. College, once I finished it, once I once I finished college, by God's grace, next year, um, I'll really start to dive deeper in my bag so I can really 
spread my story to young Nigerian mm-hmm. kids who will need to hear this. But um, long story short, to answer your question, um, I just kept trying to find things and find ways to express myself and put myself in spaces that I can find different things out about myself. So mm. I've worked at Verizon, uh, worked at Microsoft when I was 19, or oh, not 20, 21. I worked at Microsoft Retail. So I was working there, learning a lot of things, meeting, on a, meeting people on a daily basis. I'm talking like 100, 200 people on a daily basis, mm. right? Um, working with tech, code, software, understanding how these things mesh. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we're building, me and my friends, my friends and I, uh, we co-founded this thing called Corner Store. Mm-hmm. And you, you've seen I've it. Seen, um, yes. So what it is, is a cultural movement designed to uplift communities and bring you together through the creative arts. Mm-hmm. Um, we describe it as a platform for creators to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, let me interject for It's like, you know, when you when you identify yourself as a creative, right? Mm-hmm. And creative is just, you know, um, you know, there's really not a, a a vase or something like that that could contain right. the word creative or right. what it is. Um, you know, so you just kind of have to put it in space. And let it branch out right. to how it's supposed to, mm-hmm. and you can find creatives whether it's uh, painting, mm-hmm. you know, art, you know, tech, um, media, right. you know, uh, uh, sports, all types. Of, it's like water, you right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, but but in the mind of a creative, right? You have to really figure out where your landscape, mm, where you need lane, to be, right. you know what I mean, so that you can right. truly truly flourish. And sometimes in your head. There can be a lot of thousand. There can be a lot of things going on all at once. Jesus Christ! Man. So it's like, so it's like, a really, the mind of a creative is like, <laughs> it's like, the mind of a creative is like, you know, you take paint and you throw it on a canvas. Mm. To you, you that's impressive, right? You understand? And you and and your job now is to be able to speak life into it and increase the value, right? And really tell the story. As a creative, it might take a long time right. for you to be understood. 100%. You know, Picasso. Is Picasso today, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because the people like that, you know, they tapped into things that did some hallucin, you know, you know, to did some drugs and stuff right. like that. Put themselves in like their shrooms, right. you know, or so, or sorts of stuff to really bring that. I'm not trying to say that you should do any drugs in this right. statement, but what I'm trying to say is that that's how crazy their mind is. And in this day and age, I think you know a lot of the young individuals, especially you know African kids. Who are creative? Um, it can go left and it can go right. Right. It's either you're allowed to tap into your creativity and flourish, or somebody can really suppress that, and then now you now now you start developing mental illness. Right. Because you didn't tame that. Mm. It starts to decay in your mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It becomes a trauma. Mm. Right. You. you know what I mean? It eats mm. at you, mm. and that's what we see a lot. Mm. So I really, you know, after after getting to know you, I really want to dive into that because I I I I, I want the use. Right. You understand? I feel like you are still pretty current with the upcoming. You guys right. got, I'm not saying I'm far removed, but you know what I'm saying? But you guys have this creative, cre- creativity, you know, that I feel like can really, really bring that New York vibe mm. and all that to Dallas. Mm. If we allow it, if we're able to really, really support it. Right. It's, uh, what you said is very interesting because um, I'll tackle the first part of what you said. Um, the thing about creativity, right? So when you dance, mm-hmm. right? The beautiful thing about um, when you dance, I was telling you, my aunties, 
my aunties and my cousins in Nigeria saw you on Instagram and were telling me about you and were like, mm-hmm. do you know this guy? I'm like, and they found you on the Explore page. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I know this guy? <laughs> and then they're watching like, wow, we didn't know people, we don't know um, Americans or American-born Nigerians or other people abroad mm-hmm. are d- tapping into their culture. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Let me lace you. So I'm, we're watching the video of you dancing in Anugu and seeing that creative expression yeah. is, is, it's not scripted. Mm-hmm. And it's looking scripted. at it, you you know that it's not a one, two, three, four, five count step. Oh, I'm going to do this at this time. It's, no, it's like this is the pain I'm feeling at Absolutely. This time, and this is how I'm going to express it. Yes. It's spiritual. Absolutely. So it's almost like you're a vessel for that thing to flow. Absolutely. Through. That's how I think about creativity, like you said. Mm-hmm. So that canvas, it, um, my canvas, the, the, for me personally, the way I, I express, it's like the canvas was so, um, the canvas has been so scary to me because you can create literally anything out of it, mm-hmm. right? So the canvas, you can paint on it if mm-hmm. you want. You can draw on it. Mm-hmm. You can turn to origami. Mm-hmm. You can turn it to anything you want. Mm-hmm. And it was so scary for me to pick one thing because I'm like, man, I'm, I, I'm interested in a lot of things. Absolutely. So what I've been learning to do, I'm 22 now, I'll be 23 in July. What I've been learning to do is to bring my talents together silo one two maybe three things max but one two things mm-hmm. master those things and use it as a platform to mm-hmm. do everything else i want to do absolutely so that's that's why i tap into my creativity and and so so let me know of any challenges that you faced oh in God. trying to like you know grow this mm-hmm. be supported you know do you feel like your parents were supportive do you mm-hmm. feel like your friends were supportive mm-hmm. what did you have to overcome to really, really come out and say, hey, I'm OB. This right. is what I do. Right. Um, huh. My Early on, uh, we were, the community, we were so close-knit and we're together and we're doing things all the time. Like you say, like looking at us, like what, what the hell are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing things all the time so much so that my mom and dad will look at us and they're like, they don't understand it, but they know that you get, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. We don't completely understand mm-hmm. it. And let me preface that by saying that my parents aren't super, super duper strict mm-hmm. African, like the regular African parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're more, uh, my mom's a little, you met my mom. Exactly. She's a little bit more. On the art side. On the art side. She used to be an artist. Yeah. Artist by nature, nurse by profession. And um, she... She uh, she used to be a counselor as well. Mm-hmm. She takes care of people, mm-hmm. so she understands psychology. She Absolutely. has emotional intelligence. Yes. So when she's talking to me, it's like Obi, this thing you have, I've mm-hmm. been there. It's a dream and it's beautiful, but make sure you secure this. Yes. That's always their thing because mm-hmm. all of our parents came here in, around the eighties, mm-hmm. right? So they're coming over here off the strength of survival, mm-hmm. right? Us growing up in a twenty nineteen world, a post two thousand mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. it's like we're on a different type of time. Mm-hmm. Understand? So we have to understand where they're coming from. So that was uh, the kind of miscommunication between me, my mom, uh, me and my dad early on. Yeah. Uh, just, just like, he understood, but he's like, okay, just secure what you have to. Yeah. This thing, you're never, never sure of it. Yeah. I think, I think an important thing that you said, and it's very, very important that, you know, communication early on 
you know, with your parents right. and things that you want to do because it might be tough and you may not get the feedback that you would like, but, you know, over time, your diligence and what you want to do in your presentation to them, right. you know, can kind of like iron out the, you know, the wrinkles because it, it, it all comes from being protective. It all comes from being of security. They know what it, 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 it takes to survive in the United States. Right. So they don't want you to go in a space right. where it's all artsy. And you know in the art world, uh, there's not a lot of people who are getting money for for. Right. It's like a free space. It's like playground for kids. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like it's like that, that period where, you know, you, you're not really spending a lot, but you're around a lot of creatives that... Right. You know, you know, thrift shopping, mm-hmm. all types of stuff. It's really not anything that's so over the top, but right. everybody's happy. Right. And you don't want to be in a hippie state right. of mind. You understand? Because that's what hippies are. Right. That's they're remaining like that. You know, kinda this like is like float. that float and stuff yeah. like that. And art can kind of be like that. So you need to draw the lines, you know, early, and you need to understand that. You know, you got to chase it. If you're going to commit in your 20s to something that you want, right. you know, you got to push it. You know, especially, for example, for myself, you know, 2013, that year that I spent with you guys right. and I and I contested for Mr. Face of Africa and won, you know, that was the year that I truly stepped out and I saw a lot. 2013 was probably the most important year in my life because that's when I saw my placement. Right. I went to uh, the African Oscars in D.C. Wow. I was in front of this camera. I took a picture. That's when I knew for sure that <laughs> in my future, I'm going to be in the camera. I'm going right. to be in this environment with these individuals. But then I knew that medical school was, the, was, was, was you know, something that needs to, you know what I'm saying, something that needed to happen. happen. You know, you can't, you can't box if you don't have a ring to box right. in. That's your foundation. You understand? So if there's no ring, right. so how you, where you box it? <laughs> what are people watching? They're not watching anything. Right. So it's important as, as, a, as a smart individuals to have a ring first. Right. You are the boxer. Right. And the boxer has to have, create, cre- you know, be very creative to win, its, win the match. Right. The ring could be there, but you, as, you yourself as a boxer is not equipped. You don't come with creativity. You don't come with a full practice. You don't come with preparation. You mm-hmm. go in there and you lose on your canvas. Right. You understand? Right. You know, for like for example, Floyd Mayweather, MGM in Vegas, that's his canvas. Right. Imagine him losing a fight in a place that he, he stays mm. in and you understand know, stuff like that. So it's like so it's like so it's like you have to make sure your foundation is strong. 100%. That's what's gonna be inviting. And I think that's the message parents try to share with us. Um but you know, not everyone has parents that are that supportive in that realm, but for the kids that are gonna be, for the young individuals listening to this, right. and 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 truly believe that their 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 calling is to be a great painter, right? Understand that it's such a long journey, mm-hmm. and the value in painting, it's not, you know, this you have to grow that value right. over time, and people have to you have to hustle, hustle, hustle for years. For you even use that, and oftentimes you will go from one thing to connect you to the next thing, to the next thing, to yeah. the next thing. You can start doing some modeling stuff right now, yeah. And then you start talking, and you do some skits on your stuff, and somebody say, "Hey, come act." Right. You know you have that type of potential that yeah. whatever it is, acting, uh, 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 whatever else comes after acting, right. modeling, 
you know, net, you know, all that stuff, you know, that you're able, like you, you can, you can, you can put yourself somewhere and you succeed. Right. I think that's what, I think that's what makes one so powerful knowing that anywhere you go, you can succeed. You're not truly defined by what you're currently doing, right? What you're currently doing does not define you. That's not your whole label. Somebody could say, Hey, you're a doctor. So that's, that's cool and everything. Right. But <laughs> for example, especially in my situation right now, I'm not a, I'm not a residency. So I haven't I haven't furthered my training. Mm. So I'm not in the hospital. I can't even really like just go and. But now I, I'm I'm putting value in myself. If if I if I'm getting booked for gigs, I'm gonna put a I'm I'm making my contract. You know what I'm saying? I'm choosing to run a pod to create a podcast. I'm choosing to go speak and stuff like that. These are passions. You know what I mean? And but 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 because I have a canvas, it allows me to perform mm. these things in a way that is appreciated. So you can never stop, 100%. you know what I'm saying. So you know, and and I, and not everyone has to do it that way, right. you know. But come stemming from the culture that we in, and as 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 African Americans and Africans, you know, it's important to make sure that you figure out your foundation. Mm-hmm. Two, who do you want to be? Three, what is it going to take you to become that? Four. You being that, what what service does it have to your environment? I think I think once you can answer that, that's your starting kit into your becoming. Mm. And 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 I think you've asked yourself some of those questions, man, all the time. You it's, know, uh, it's like I'm still in the on the process and in the journey. That's why, I mean, I believe you can call this thing pipelines through the ground. It's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like a narrative of. A hero's journey. Absolutely. You understand? And that's what I appreciate about this podcast, by the way. Um, So I'm on a journey right now. I'm continuously asking myself those questions. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, that place where we were, we went to the workshop. Mm -hmm. It's Capital Factory. I used to work there. Oh, really? Nice, nice. So what it is, it's a $30 million fund that they invest in uh, tech authentic companies like Shark Tank. Wow. Kind of like Shark Tank Mm -hmm. style. And it's a co-working space as well, an event space, as you saw. Bro, that place Um, was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that place was amazing so I used to um, do um, strategic uh, first I was on the events and marketing then I, then I moved over to strategic partnerships mm-hmm. over there and that kind of like made me see everything I was doing and wanted to do mm-hmm. in a completely different life mm-hmm. um, because I was going to go to light I'm sorry because I was going to go to Nigeria yeah. in December mm. I started working there in August so I was like let me work here until right before I go to Nigeria mm-hmm. so was an internship, uh, and then being in there, I was around uh, business owners, millionaires, investors, Bro. angel investors, people that people that uh, real estate investors. I'm talking about, uh, I mean, people that are of influence are moving and shaking things on a daily basis. People that train millionaires and billionaires like around me. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing the conversations, just things, you know, the saying that things are caught and not taught. Mm-hmm. So I'll just I'll just catching little things like oh you guys think about this differently like this is a conversation that you guys are having or this is regular for you mm-hmm. to see and of course naturally uh, it was me and Alvin Alvin uh, Chikaz, yeah, and so we're the only pretty much the only two African Americans in there mm-hmm. for a while and uh, naturally I'm like okay this is reflective of the things that we don't see inside our community on a Bro. daily basis. I'm talking, I'm seeing Jews like it's what have the way they talk about wealth and how they're going to invest and, and, um, and flip 
whatever they're doing into the next thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let me take whatever I'm doing and really dive deep and really understand the business Mm -hmm. of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That way I'm forever valuable. It's evergreen. I'm forever valuable. I can walk into any, I'm going to start my own companies and build my own things, of Mm -hmm. course, but I can walk into any place in the world and add value because like, at this point in time, we're in 2019, we're going to 2020. I mean, to be quite honest, uh, everything from degrees to, unless you're a pre-professional degree, like uh, um, like Anthony, if you're, unless you're a doctor, lawyer, engineer, um, for your profession, degrees are losing their value, suggest you get one. But aside from that, as, as you're getting a degree, it's so much more important to build your value in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. What skills do you have? Mm. When you're coming to my company, okay, you just show you just show me you have a piece of paper for your degree. What have you done? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Mm. So versus me coming to your company with that or without that, either way, and I can come and take this thing from six figures to seven. Mm. Then who are you going to choose at that point? I just made you a million dollars more a year. Mm. So like that, and that's the type of things that that's how my brain started churning, and I sacrificed. Um, the down part of what I was doing, like it was a far drive. My car was breaking down. I'm talking about like I'm going in a rent. Like I, I wasn't getting paid much. Like I was just I was sacrifice all these things just to make sure I was in those spaces. Mm-hmm. I know it's gonna it's a short term loss for a long term gain. I feel you. Um, so from there, uh, now I understand. Of course, I have the creative. It's natural, but like now I have understanding of marketing. My, so my base is marketing, pretty much. I understand brands. Mm-hmm. I understand marketing. I mm-hmm. understand how structures are built. Mm-hmm. Um, industries. I love tech. Um, I understand where things are going to go, what kids like, mm-hmm. consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, I think that's going to give me the upper hand for my generation. And in, in all of this, like what has been, you know, uh, what has been the ultimate motivation you know, I, I know you see, you say, you, you say what you've picked up from, you know, being at these uh, rooms here and how these people have been, you know, associated with each other and the, the way they see things that we didn't see in our community. I'm sure that's very motivated. But other than that, like what, what other things have motivated you? Man, to be quite honest, um, uh, this is a good segue into like going into Nigeria, um, this, this, uh, this December, I was there for a month, mm-hmm. exactly. And you were there around the same time. Mm-hmm. Seeing how much, of course, you have the regular, you know, the regular spiel that people talk about, oh, the pain in the kids' eyes, uh, oh my goodness, uh, uh, they're poor, we mm-hmm. gotta have, uh, that's cool, mm-hmm. and that, that's cool, but like, for me, what really struck a chord in my soul was mm-hmm. like, there needs to be infrastructure built. Mm-hmm. These kids don't need a well. They, they, don't, they don't need another well built down the street so they can... That's cool, That but that narrative is play out and there's enough people building wells. Mm-hmm. They need to sustain themselves. When I went to Nigeria, it really reminded me... It was my first time seeing it through grown eyes. So mm-hmm. I went to school there when, when I marched one miles. We were around 12, 13. Mm-hmm. And of course, we went there a lot for you know, vacation mm-hmm. and family. Mm-hmm. So going back... And my dad moved back a couple of years ago. Oh, he moved back? Oh, my dad works in Nigeria. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a director for fam. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's been back for a while. He's there. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Exactly. So um hmm. 
he's based in Lagos and he travels a lot. Mm. He travels like three, four, five times a week. Really? It wow. might be like a lot of states in Nigeria or it might be like South Africa. It might be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, we didn't really get to see what exactly, we know exactly what was going on until we got there. And we're like, wow, mm. you're really changing lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so go back, going back to my point, I'm like, seeing when you stop and seeing kids come up to your window spray a bottle with water and um spray a bottle of water and soap in it on your window wash it and then look at you waiting for money going walking on the streets people are selling you they're creating jobs for themselves mm-hmm. these are people that have kids that are five years old I'm telling you how can i come back to america where the roads are paved and you're asking me for what um money on the side of the street i can't res- i can't respect that anymore so like now I look at I'm like okay the hustle the spirit of the hustle is beyond there mm-hmm. it's beyond there so much so that our, a fleet of people in our, the class of our parents came here in the 80s mm-hmm. here in the, uh, the UK right off when there was no phone mm-hmm. imagine traveling with no phone right mm-hmm. now you'll lose your mind that's crazy <laughs> you know what I'm saying with no phone and like internet wasn't really a thing that's crazy okay um so now I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, what needs to be built? Infrastructure. Africa is the only place on earth where you can build a Fortune 500 company in five years because it's a virgin land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there needs to be infrastructure built. There needs to be uh, communities built. Then these communities need to be fed and they need to be, these kids need to be serviced. That's, I mean, we can talk about all the problems with our country, our government. It's cool. But the only solution is truly is for the diaspora, the people like you and me to come together, come back, innovate and disrupt what's going on. Mm-hmm. We don't need the government to serve our people. We don't. Um, so with that being said, uh, I feel like if we reinvest in the youth that's there, the talent that's already there, mm-hmm. um, not only will it be, it's going to be great and a lot of everybody's going to make a lot of money, it'll be a, the world's superpower that it has always been. Exactly. Um, so, you know that's 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 the same um, you know impact that I get when I'm back home as well. You know, um, for the longest, you know, there's this there's this uh, stream in my village, and you know I see kids that will go down to go fetch water and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the process of early in the morning. There's always activities, right. beating your bucket and stuff like that. And you know, one of the things that I wanted to um, do to stop that long range voyage would be connect something whereby you know you connect something to the stream and with strong generator to pump that water mm. you know what I'm saying and then bring it out to a closer distance where it's like a fountain you know where they could just turn the knob and you catch some water right there as opposed to Going all the way down the stream, carrying bucket in your head, but you could, st- you know, these are little things like that. They, they make life easier. You know, another thing that I ever that I think that I was thinking is all these, you know, trees in the village, mm. right? You could easily develop a lumber, you yeah. know, what I'm saying company in that village where whereby you constantly having wood, mm. and now you create jobs in your village. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But, um, you know, our, the, our issue is that this is where creatives come back to. And, right. you know, if we take our time to nourish ourselves while we're here, mm-hmm. we, became, we become better 
you know, um, servants, you know, servants addition when we go home, because once we go home, we just ready. You understand when we're ready, we're ready to get off the ground because we, 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 we've developed, you know, and I think that's the message also here is the fact that America has become a great place of development to see the perspective of the direction we need to go. 100%. And I think we just need to brace ourselves and, and remain resilient mm. and don't feel down based on presidential election or get tired in the spirit because you go home and, you know, over time it's just like, man, I'm ready to leave kind of thing. Because mm. Nigeria does get frustrating. It does. Um, but we, we, we definitely need to, you know... First, first and foremost, focus on developing ourselves, getting to your place of, you know, um, that you see yourself being successfully. And then remember another importance, which is finding people who in your area, in Nigeria and as well here, that understand the same um, hunger and willing to do something. And we... All all we need to do is do something major in our time. Right. Just one. Right. And then people after will follow. Right. You know, you're not going to change the dynamics of Nigeria in your time. Right. Completely. But you can start something, Mm -hmm. you know, so. That's very, that's very, very important. So, you know, you know, so, you know, aside from like, are you still currently dancing? Man. Um, and our group, what we do from time to time for me, for myself, of course, I dance all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, the last time we did it as, um, me and the Incalus went to LA for a wedding Mm. and, um, and we did the, the war dance and that was in August. Oh really? This last year? Yeah. Oh, for real? And that was for a wedding. Oh wow. Cause his cousin was getting married and his mom plugged us in and then we flew out there. Crazy. And it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah, I remember the World Evil Congress. That was the last oh, performance. Man. man. That was the last performance. It was it was it was it was, it was nice. Yeah, it was man. Nice. It was those nice. those times were very special cause, it nice. And it's very interesting to see that to, to be <laughs> you'd be very surprised. Like what you when you're doing something so um when you're doing very something special, you don't realize when you're in it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're kids, we're, we're dancing, we're having mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. we're making money. Mm-hmm. And my mom put together this thing with her friends that that kind of like took took a life of its own. Yeah. And people knew it for being extremely authentic. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have the new age, the African African dances, the zanku, the shaku, mm-hmm. all, all those things, all right, all right. the normal routine. But she took it back to she's like. No, let me scale it back to when you guys were kids. Mm-hmm. In terms of like when she, when I say you guys, I mean her age mates, mm-hmm. all the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Like when we were kids in the village, mm-hmm. what did we listen to? How did we feel? Mm-hmm. And let me reflect that in your kids. Mm-hmm. Put it in a group and package it back to you. Mm-hmm. So when you see it, you'll see yourself and you'll cry. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the. I think that was the. Um, not only. I think that's what made it special. That was the caveat. That was the, the punchline right there. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, man. That's amazing. I think that's what made it so special. I mean, you know, overall, man, we're just blessed to be oh, part man. of a wonderful culture all through. I think we've done a great, you know, um, service yeah. in this community. Um, and then I just want to ask a question. Like, yeah. where do you see 
in your eyes, where do you see the Dallas community, you know, going? From? Wow. Wow. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it going quite a few places, right? Um, I'm going to cut into a few things. Mm-hmm. Number one, <clears throat> I'll say Dallas community as in the young creative community, uh, the millennials to Generation Z. Um, it's going to a very, very, very interesting and nice place. The mm. uh, reason I say that is because I've been in Dallas, of course, for a long time, and I've seen it from different sides. See, the thing about Dallas is that Dallas is so... Dallas is built up old money, right? And when you have old money, it circul- circulates within a certain, uh, a certain circle of influence. So it doesn't come out. Like you won't have diff- different funded creative projects. Mm. You won't have creative houses. You mm. won't have the, like the things you saw in New York and New Jersey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the things people are doing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Where Chance the Rapper came from, a lot of people came out of that same program that he was in, mm. which was like a spoken word program after I school. See. We don't have those things like that. That are like extremely prominent, right? In the past. Now it's starting to come more to fruition because the money is starting to be shared in different pockets, mm. right? So now, because it's 2019, the internet has allowed for um, a low barrier of entry. Mm-hmm. Now, if this was if this was if this was 1996, you wouldn't be able to do this. Mm. If this was 1980, you wouldn't be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Now that's 2019, you can create a podcast. You, I mean, you'll be extremely successful. Mm-hmm. You'll go viral, and you can have top guests and create a seven-figure income from your bedroom. That's because amazing. we're in 2019. That's amazing. And I say that to say because, <clears throat> so that reflects the times in the sense that the money is coming. It before it was just banks and all those things. Now it's, there's venture capital. Mm. Now there's angel investors. Mm. Now there's people, young millionaires flipping money, putting money to different things like their interests. Mm-hmm. So once that generation starts to grow up, which they are now, right? Mm-hmm. Last time you saw me and we had a conversation like that, I was much younger. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a little more grown up. I can mm-hmm. have these conversations with you Absolutely. Now, right? Mm-hmm. So that reflects the generation that's growing up. That's true. They'll invest in their interests which are more creative, are more new, hip, because culture is meshing. Mm-hmm. And Dallas will become a hub just off the back of that. So like, Okay, then number two, what's happening in real estate? I think about, don't quote me, don't get me wrong, but I think about somewhere around 5,000 plus or minus people move here a week because mm-hmm. of low cost of living from the New Yorks, mm. from the LA's. True, true. From the, you know what I'm saying? True. So when those type of people are coming here, they're going to bring that mindset with them. They're not leaving that mindset in New York. That's a fact. So once that all culminates into one melting pot, what happens then? Right? So this is over a span of like five, three, five, ten years. Mm-hmm. This is gonna become like a, a cultural hub. So, um, and then lastly, um, when this all reach, reaches a peak, mm-hmm. I think we'll be able to sustain just because of. Um, I, I don't know. I just I just have belief. I just have belief that you know things will bridge in the right. Um, connect in the right time mm-hmm. um, the corporate sectors that are coming here are very interesting Amazon mm-hmm. was interested in having the HQ2 here even yeah. though they didn't but just that just for it to pique their interest is mm-hmm. like okay there's something going on other people are looking at this too mm-hmm. Toyota's here 
JC Penney. Also, you know, a lot of people are looking at this. So mm. it's interesting what's gonna happen. That's amazing, yeah. man. Dallas, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. It's just if you if you don't come out, you won't you won't know. You won't see the crevices. You, you, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what's really going you on. You really have to pay. Like right now, it's a perfect time to be here. Mm-hmm. Like you being here is perfect, bro. Bro, I think I, it's perfect time. Oh, uh, uh, God, God knows because you just pay attention. And see who's doing what, and especially the ones who are doing what before they blow and pop off. Mm-hmm. You'll catch certain pockets that will be very interesting in the next three or four wow. years. Wow. I, 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 I can see that. I very, see that. very. It's like Chicago before Chicago or New York before New wow. York, I think. So, you know, the, the, the final question I want to ask is where you... So, from now to... to for, from now to 10 years, where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? Um, <coughs> 10 years, so I'm 22, 23 in July, so I'm about 33, 32, 33. Um, man, I see myself, um, being, first and foremost, being a man of service, right? Being a man of service. So everything I'm building will be to serve mm-hmm. something, a purpose, or mm-hmm. a, a group, a body of people, mm-hmm. Right. And by that time, I would have gained enough influence and built enough things and built enough cachet to where I can leverage um, things to go back to Nigeria and start investing, having fun, um, investing in different people, building different businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a vague kind of idea of what I see, but like, yeah, building platforms, ecosystems, and working with a lot of you know, I, I, the way it is in your mind, yeah. you may not have the right words to describe it, but right. you know the exact steps you need to take and what you want to get out of it at the end of the at the end of it all. 100%. Um, so you know that's why that's why I I, I value having a podcast like this because right. it enables me to venture into your mind. You know, as a, as an individual, you know, there's a lot of people who may come to your page, you know, see your face and stuff like that, and they're 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 supporting you or, you know, uh, intrigued by you based on certain reasons and, you know you know and I I want us to be able to, you know, talk more right. so that people can be able to relate. And like I say, relatability is so key. Right. Especially nowadays that we have this social media, a lot of people don't really truly um, you know um relate as they should. Right. Um with people but they just see them and a lot of biases are formulated and a lot of stuff it's just misunderstood and I, I believe a podcast like this allows us to you know you know let things come out of our minds and share it and potentially um you know be a shining light for somebody else who's curious right. you know or not only a shining light but you know you know you know you know allow them to you know feel a little bit better about where they're at right. you know to see to see that this person who they see is still where they're at, and this is what they're saying right. about themselves. So, you know, um, I I have a good vibe that where we will be going from years to come, right. you know, is is going to be, you know, higher than where we used to be before. Right, it's going to be something special. Yeah, so I think so. So, I mean, do you have any last things to share with the people um, before we cap? Man, uh, I just want to say, uh, you guys, where can, where can we, where can they follow you at? Where can we find me? Um, at 
O-B-I-A-U-R-A on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a LinkedIn, so O-B-R-A Anozia. You can go and find me, O-B-R-A Anozia. Spell it out for them, sir. O-B-I-O-R-A A-N-O-Z-I-E is my full name. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's O-B-I-A-U-R-A. So it's a play on the name. I will, I'm going to also have this on the description, so look at it Look at it on the description if you weren't able to pick that up. And that ends today's segment on Pipelines Through the Gram. Appreciate man. you guys tuning in, um, and look out for the next episode. Now stay tuned, man, for sure. some great things.